0: personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewid-Mills. Dykewid-Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dacuid Mills.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, help me
0: welcome.
2: What kind of woman are you gonna be? God is gonna judge you. God is gonna judge you for the way you be and how you treat your man. What kind of woman are you gonna be? Just for man I'm gonna be a just for man I'm gonna be a just for man What kind of woman Are you gonna be? God is gonna judge you God is gonna judge you For the way you be And how you treat your man What kind of woman Are you gonna be? God is gonna judge you God is gonna judge you For the way you be Man. I'm gonna be a virtuous woman 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 Listen, I am gonna be a virtuous woman I'll be strong, I'll be wise I will look well to my house I will not be lazy, oh no, no I'll dress in silk and purple. My husband is gonna praise me. Oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna be a virtuous man. I'm gonna be a virtuous man. Say, I'm gonna be a virtuous man. I'm gonna be a virtuous man. What kind of woman are you gonna be? God is gonna judge you God is gonna judge you for the way you've been and how you treat your man What kind of woman are you gonna be God is gonna judge you God is gonna judge you for the way you've been and how you treat your man Oh, oh I'm gonna be a trustful man I'm gonna be a trustful man I'm gonna be a trustful man I'm gonna be a man. What kind of woman are you gonna be? Say, I'm gonna be a man. What kind of woman are you gonna be? Say, I'm gonna be a
1: just.
2: I'll wake up early. I'll be hard working. Say, I'm gonna be a just I will not be lazy. I will not be idle. I'm gonna be a just, I'll be good to him all the day. It's about my beloved, he's so special. Can I tell you what's happening in my life? I'm in love and I think I'm going to get married. I'm sure you're thinking Death, many waters cannot quench it. True love is strong as death, floods cannot drown it. Whatever God does, it shall be forever. Love is strong as death, it shall be forever. such a nice guy so sweet so gentle and so kind i can't believe god will give me someone so good oh, never had so much love and attention i'm sure you're Strong as death, many waters cannot quench it. True love is strong as death, floods cannot drown it. Whatever God does, it shall be forever. Love is strong as death, it shall be forever. My beloved will not change I've heard many things Many things have a marriage Mm-mm. Can such love turn into bitterness? And I am praying ooh. Strong dead So many waters cannot quench it May our love be strong as dead So the floods Cannot drown it For whatever God Does It shall be forever Love is Strong as dead It shall be forever So I've been praying about my relationship, and I'm
1: sure
2: you're praying about yours too. I'm having counseling, soaking in the word of God, I'm building a good foundation. Oh, may our love be strong as death, so many waters cannot quench it. May our love be strong as dead, so the floods cannot drown it. And whatever God does, it shall be forever. Love is strong as
1: death;
2: it will be forever. May our love be strong as death, so it will be. Find something better to do with your life Church once a week, that's okay But I love my Savior, I love my Jesus That's why I serve Him so Such a big difference Between those who serve the Lord And those who serve him not Jesus is my first love I love him with zeal I love him with a passion I love him with all of my heart I love him with faith I love him with strength I love him cause I'm young I love him like I'm crazy That's how I show my first love Oh, I love my Savior I love my Jesus He is my first love I don't want to fail in my mission. I just want to do His will My purpose is to serve the Lord Joyfulness in return you will see such a big difference between those who serve the Lord And those who serve him not Turn, you will see such a big difference between those who serve the Lord ooh, 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 and those who serve Him not. Ooh, 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 those who serve the Lord. not seen, nor hear nor have they entered the heart of man the things God has prepared for those who love him you must love the Lord give him all your heart you must love the Lord because it's the greatest commandment child of God You must love the Lord Given your very heart You must love the Lord My child Because He has set His love upon me Therefore, will I deliver him? I'll set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me. I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver him. I will honor him. You must love the Lord. Love the Lord because it's the greatest commandment of child of God. You must love the Lord, give him your best. Love the Lord Give him all your heart You must love the Lord Because it's the greatest commandment For child of God. You must love the Lord Give him your very, your very heart You must love him You must love him Sweet Jesus, give him your very heart. With none life, he'll satisfy you and show you his salvation. Love him, tell him you love him. Say that you love him, show that you love him. You must love him, tell him you love him, show that you love him. Say that you love him. Say that you love him, show that you love him, you must love the Lord.
1: Oh,
2: tell him, show him.
1: Amen. Amen. How many of you can feel that the presence of God is here with
2: us? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited that it's time for the word of God. And once again, we are privileged that our Father is going to speak to us. If you're excited, make your loudest
1: noise. and let's
3: hallelujah father thanks a million for today's message you have already given to us guide us in your mighty holy spirit today and lead us into all truth thanks a million in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and everyone said amen you may be seated Are you excited to be here? Genesis chapter 8. Did you find Genesis 8? Right. And we're going to read from verse 7 and tonight uh, we're sharing about the sensitivities of the dove. The sensitivities of the dove. Last week I was sharing about spirit like a dove. Today is just a short message on the sensitivities of the dove. Right. Genesis 8 verse 7 and he sent forth a raven. Well it came to pass verse 6 at the end of 40 days Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made the sensitivities of the dove and he sent forth a raven which went to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth wow also he sent forth a dove from him To see if the waters were abated. From up the face of the ground. Verse 9 is the verse we're looking for. But the dove found no rest. For the sole of her foot. The dove found no rest. For the sole of her foot. And she returned unto him into the ark for the waters were on the face of the whole earth then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in to the ark and he stayed yet another seven days and again he sent for the dove out of the ark and the dove came unto him in the evening and lo in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off so noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth and he stayed yet another 7 days and sent for the dove which returned not again unto him anymore why did the dove not return because in verse nine it says the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot. Amen. Now the dove basically you find is a very sensitive bird and it's too delicate land anywhere when the foot touches it. No, no, no. I don't want this. So the Holy Spirit is sent from God. Actually, we are all praying for the Holy Spirit every day. One of the major prayer topics of the Bible is to pray for the Holy Spirit. When Jesus received the Holy Spirit, we saw beautiful scripture. The Holy Spirit came on him like a dove. Is that not so? And then, when the Holy Spirit came on him like a dove, he, the Holy Spirit uh, changed Jesus from a well-known carpenter into a world-wide carpenter. Savior of the whole world. So the Holy Spirit is really able to change, change us. You know, those of you who feel you have a bad personality or something is wrong with you, you know, you must know that the Holy Spirit can really, really change you and make you into something that is different from you how you really are now. Amen? So you need to be aware of this. Hallelujah. Now, why would the dove not be able to rest the sole of her foot on your life? That is a question that we are seeking to answer tonight. What Allergies does the dove have that when he is landing on you and his foot comes on you and he said, No, <laughs> not this one, not this one. Hallelujah. What is there that the dove is allergic? That's a big question, isn't it? And so we need to seek to answer what are the sensitivities of this marvelous dove? What is he sensitive to? And what would he be avoiding? Are you listening to me? Now, in Leviticus 21, the Lord said, And to Moses in verse 1, speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say unto them, There shall be none defiled for the dead among his people, but for his kin that is near unto him. And for his mother, in other words, don't come near the dead unless it is your A close relative. All right. And then he goes on to explain, he goes on to explain many things that the Holy Spirit is very. sensitive to right please take the baby out don't have babies crying in the in the hall please right now it says um He shall not defile himself, being a chief man. All right? And um, he shall be holy. All right? Now, in verse 10, it says, He that is a high priest upon whose head the anointing oil was poured, and that is consecrated to put on the garments shall not uncover his head nor rend his clothes. All right? So right there, you start to see um, a lot of things that the anointing oil is not good for or the anointing doesn't want it. And verse 12 says, neither shall he go out of the sanctuary nor profane the sanctuary of his God for or because the crown of the anointing oil of God is upon him. Crown. Amen. So there's oil and there's crown of the oil. So, the first thing you see right there is that he should not be uncovered amen he should not be uncovered right because you are holy to the lord all right so in verse 10, he says, he shall not uncover his head. Now, I've been in the ministry for some years. I've rarely seen somebody who is rarely anointed, who is uncovered or has no covering over him. Like a covering is not somebody who is telling you what to do every day per se, but it's somebody over you. I've hardly met anyone who is really anointed. Not a, I've hardly met anyone, but I can't think of anybody like that. So, having a cover, not having a cover is one of the allergies of the dove. So when the dove is flying down and coming towards you and you are uncovered or you are out of the cover that God has chosen for you, then the dove sees the raw head. Your raw head. Okay? And Ah, uh, the foot of the dove says, no, not here, not here. So, you must carefully make sure that you are covered in the ministry and in, even in your business. Because now, in this type of, this anointing that I'm talking about, I myself am realizing something. I'm also learning that God also anoints people who are not in the ministry. Like people are not in the ministry, but God anoints them. Like you are not, let are not, like say, a reverend, but you are anointed. Why? In the Bible, David was a king. He was a politician. He was a king of his country. He was not a pastor, but he was anointed. So God anoints all kinds of people. Do you see? So you need to be conscious of the presence of covering over you, even in your secular work. Removing your cover removing a covering from off your head is the same as saying, no landing here. Apparently, the devil will not rest his, his foot on your bear. You see, the raven, Noah one realized that he had made a mistake in sending the raven. He just didn't come back the first time. The dead water, dead branches, dead bodies was nothing to the raven. So the raven went and that was it. But the dove was sent three times before he didn't come back. He couldn't find a good place. So the Holy Spirit is like a dove. He says, and the spirit like a dove descended on him. So the Holy Spirit, very much like a dove, as in Je- when Jesus received the Holy Spirit, he says the Spirit of God descending upon him like a dove. Just like a dove. How does a dove land? You have to watch birds to see that there are differences in birds. If you take most birds, they stand like this and they jump up and fly. But the albatross runs on a runway. He he can't just go up. He runs as if he's taking off like a plane. And he runs. Very clumsy running, but he has to run. And then he takes off like this gently and he goes up. There are differences in the beds. And he can fly for a long distance. Albatross. They make fun of it but it's a very powerful bed. It's, it's like a clumsy bed and the landing is always with an accident. When he lands, he always has an accident when he's landing. A crash landing. Type of crash landing. Same thing for the Holy Spirit. Like a dove. Different from the other beds, Very sensitive. We we cannot stay here. So you rarely find people who are uncovered having the dove coming to rest on them. If you take somebody like um, Bishop Oyedepo, you know, listening to him, you won't listen for long before he will mention Kenneth Hagen. He won't listen to many messages by Bishop Oedepo. Maybe by the first or the second or the third you start you start to hear him mentioning Kenneth Hagen. He calls him Hagin. <laughs> you won't listen to many messages before you hear him talking about Kenneth Copeland. Yes. The dove rarely lands on bare heads. And you know something? If I look at my life, you know, one of the anointings, I believe, you know, you know, the anointing is not something, not everything God will say, My son, my son, I said a lot of things are not like that, please. A lot of things are not like that. Some of the things you see that it's there. Was in First Corinthians chapter one verse twenty six it says, For you see your calling. So sometimes after some time you see your calling. Yeah. You see your calling. How it's like this, or it's like this, or it's like this. That in your calling not many wise, not many like in my calling, not many old people. Even even at my age. Because in in, in a few years I'll be seventy. Yeah. So you would think that I'm sometimes if, if you if you are around, you may think that I'm 20-something or 30-something years old. It's true. Just the environment and the flow around you, you, you may think that oh, I'm much younger than my age. <laughs> true. So you see a calling that not so many old, elderly, gray-haired type of people. A lot of young people. At first, I didn't like it. I wanted, I wanted some maturity. But you know, recently I was reading John Wesley. I was reading, I have so many biographies of him. Each one has a different story to tell. One of the stories I was just reading was how it's like the Methodist movement was like very youthful. Mostly young people. It was because of the way John Wesley was moving up and down, up and down, up and down. He didn't allow his pastors to stay in one church. You must be moving. That's, what the, that's why you have in Methodist, they call it a circuit. You move, you rotate. You just be moving. Don't stay in one place. When people stay in one place, that's when they get pot bellies. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Are you still around? Look, be relaxed. We, we are, those of you who are visitors, we are not tense here. We are very free here. So don't bring any kind of uh, environmental stiffness. We are, we are happy. We play music. We dance. We are flowing. We don't have any closing time. We don't, there is nothing. It's a good policy. You feel relaxed you can leave at any time because we are not we are not stressed at all <laughs> alright our carpet is coming you can even sleep after You'll be, people will be sleeping here after church they will sleep till the morning yeah so make sure you have a a covering and there is nothing you see there are things the most wonderful things That God gives us are often the things people laugh at you about. Yes, they laugh. You you find somebody laughing just now. I'll tell you, watch the things people laugh about in your life. You'll find out that there's something often special in it. Yeah. Things that are being laughed at. People laugh at me all my life since I was in secondary school. The, oh, you are a It's like you are, not a, you are not even a real Ghanaian. But you see, that thing it also has its power in it. The fact that I'm half, not full. Yes. I'm not a full Ghanaian. I'm half Ghanaian. I'm half of something else in my, my genes. It has a bearing even on what I'm doing. That's the very thing that people laugh at. see you just watch your life carefully I told a brother the other day he's quite a a big brother and I told him your size has given you a job because he got a new job because of his size only his size nothing else but his his size he's a hippo and he, he got a job as a hippo For long before you hear the mention of the cover. Something over the head. So, very important. You must be conscious of that. Right? And I would say that the cover is over your head when you are not ashamed of it. Yes, you are happy about it. Now, verse 11. Neither shall he go in unto any dead body, nor defile himself for his father or his mother. Amen. For the anointing oil is upon him. Now, the next thing is that the, the raven the raven is comfortable with dead bodies, but the dove is not comfortable with dead bodies, and God is not comfortable with dead. What what do you mean by dead? A person who is not in Christ is dead. He doesn't know Jesus. That's why we receive life. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood has life. So the death that exists over the world, who don't know God, they are dead. That's why the Bible teaches us, that we will, be, we will come alive. We have new life. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. So the world is full of death. Not physical dead bodies, but spiritually dead and horrible to God you will rarely find an anointed person who is holding a dead body and moving around. Yes. So you must be careful those of us who love the world which is run and ruled by men of death. Men who don't know God. Yes. Many of the politicians are men of death. Men of death because they don't know Christ. Today they are making many rules and laws that we can't even preach the word of God. I can preach that to commit fornication is a sin. I can preach to lie is a sin. I can preach to murder is a sin. But I should not mention that homosexuality is a sin because the world is ruled by men of death men who don't know God and are lost in darkness so when you see Christians who admire the dead people who are godless but have money and these are the people that you admire it's their music you admire it's their lifestyles you admire there are wisdom that you admire. There are books you admire. One day I told, I, 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 I advised somebody to play golf. But he didn't take my advice. Then he went and read a secular book with a secular believe, a man who doesn't believe in Christ. And therefore, his spirit is dead. Yes. E- Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. What does it say? Ephesians 2. You has he quickened, or, or if you take another version, it says, you has he made alive. Who were dead in sins and trespasses. So when he read... From someone who is dead in sin and trespass, he was impressed and decided to play the golf, which I had advised him that it, it would be, be good for his health. But my advice was not, I'm talking about a pastor. I'm not talking about somebody in the world. I'm talking about pastor to pastor. You have different types of pastors. But they are more impressed with Bill Clinton. They are more impressed with Donald Trump. They are more impressed with Lee Kuan Yew. They are more impressed with Steve Jobs. They are more impressed with Bill Gates. They are more impressed with Oprah Winfrey. They are more impressed with Zuckerberg they are more impressed with Mandela. These are the, or they are more impressed with Obama. These are the people that impress them. So if I say something or I give advice, they wouldn't even take it. Because what they really like is the dead And people who don't know God. Yes. So you see them reading these books and making quotations in Nelson Mandela said, somebody who didn't define whether he was a Christian or not and we don't know whether he's in heaven or hell people who even said they have, they have all religions that means you didn't believe in Christ because Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except he comes through me these are the people they love so you must watch what you admire what you receive And how much linkage you have to the world. Definitely, when there are things in the world that you have to learn or learn from, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with learning something from Lee Kuan Yew or learning something from Genghis Khan or Attila the Han or any of these characters who, I mean, maddress, mass maddress, who you want to learn from, fine. Shaka the Zulu and so on. But you see that those are the things you are really into. And the anointing is not comfortable with the dead. All through you see him mention the dead, the dead. And you always wonder why why don't you like dead bodies at all? Why don't you like dead bodies at all? Is the priest shouldn't come near? Unless the person is your mother or your father or your brother, don't come near the dead if you are a priest. Because the crown of the anointing oil is on his head. So, your love for the world, for worldly music, yes, it's all something you should question. Yes. You can't love worldly music and be in uh, Having the anointing. Yes. Neither shall he go into any dead body. So you must have nothing to do with unbelievers. Yes. Merging with it. So I'm, I'm using Lee Kuan principles of. You know, in my library, my personal library, I have a lot of books. I have Lee Kuan Yew. I have about books like this. I got it from Singapore. One, volume two, volume one, volume two, volume three, volume four. I think he has four like this. Hardback. I've never read even one page. I don't even know why I have it. (laughs) I have books about so many people. Not even a page. I feel no attraction. To learn from these people. Or to, not to, not I said to learn, but like to have a close fellowship. Like, I'm following Lee Kuan Yew. I'm following Attila hand. I mean, I know these people exist. And I know, sometimes I've, I've, I've learned some things about them, but it's not close. Yes. Even when I hear I, 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 their songs, I don't know them. When I hear them, I say, what is this song? I say, oh, this one is this one that has been changed. I don't even know it. I don't even know who, who, who made it. I don't know them. I, I, worldly music is not part of my life. Zero point zero. Yes. So the dead, you will notice there's always a warning for the dead. Look. Somebody should give me a bottle of water. Just pour it on this guy so that he gets off the stage. He's still filming, he cannot he's being flooded and he's okay. Now Verse 13, the anointing. The dove wants to rest when he comes to see. Ah, your main person in this world that you are really a lover of is the CEO of Apple. Tim Cook is your main man because he has made iPhone 7. Wow. And Steve Jobs. Men who never declared their knowledge of God. The next very important thing is the woman that you marry. Good policy. He shall take a wife in her virginity. Verse fourteen A widow. A divorced woman, profane, or a harlot, these shall he not take, but he shall take of a virgin of his own people to wife. Most of the things in the Old Covenant, Old Testament, you must read them carefully and try to understand the message. If you understand the message, your Bible will not be only the New Testament, but your Bible will be ten times richer because you now have a fatter book to learn from. Fatter. A widow, again, speaks of death not physical death, but an unbeliever, someone who has experienced death in its maximum manifestation. Death is plastered all over her existence. You see, believers say they are called by God and you see the girl that he's going to bring is not a Christian. But she's beautiful. And when the anointing is coming to rest on you, and he sees your wife, say, ah, ah, fly back, away. And you find when you look in the ministry, people are really affected by their wives. It takes the strongest personality to not be affected by your wife. No matter how you are, your wife affects you. I'm telling you, you may say, "Ah, I don't, I don't care. Do, I do this. Your wife affects you. She really affects you. How she is, what she does, what she doesn't do. When she smiles what she doesn't smile, what she says, what she doesn't say. It really affects you. You can divide passes into exactly two groups. Those who have married <laughs> Those who have married problems and those who they didn't marry problem for themselves. Yes. One day I met a brother. He said God has called him to the mission field. Then he suddenly brought a sister. That this is the girl that he wants to marry. So I even assumed that she must be a believer. But upon further questioning or ODQ on direct questioning in medicine we say on direct questioning we found out that she was probably not a believer. She even thanks. Thanks. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. But she was beautiful. Beautiful. But dead. That's the widow. Death all over the place. No God. You can't do much. With the dead. So that is why God said. You can't take such a person. Jesus himself, he didn't bother to marry at all. He said, no. No, no. no, 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 no. What we call a warning from history. <laughs> then a divorced woman. There is no one who is not colored or affected by past relationships. Yes. Yes. You know, the best example is found sometimes in people who have second marriages. In The second marriage, you see that there are certain things they don't accept at all. When it starts, let's say, you know, you know something. <laughs> this particular thing, I know it. I don't want it. I want to say it. If it happens again, you are going. Oh, yes. Away. So, Instead of being influenced by the Holy Spirit, you'll be influenced by your past relationship, which maybe was, has twisted your soul. When you marry a sister who is used to a bad man, and most, most pastors are A1, A1 in the sense that their aim of their lives is to be a good husband. It's, it's one of the. Some pastors, many pastors actually have that aim wrongly in them. Like it's even higher than pleasing God. Like they feel that when I love my wife, I've pleased God. Like I've, I've fulfilled the call of God because I love my wife. Because the Bible says, husband, love your wife. It's one of the commandments. There are plenty. It's just one. It's only one. It's only one of the things we are supposed to do. Loving your wife is a small thing. It's not the greatest command. So, there is no relationship that doesn't affect you. Now, when you get now the A ones whose main focus is you, when they see you coming to them. With, if you get an A1, he will say to you, I love you till he dies. He will never stop loving you. Oh, yes. I love you and I love only you. Till death. This is their aim. But when you meet someone, the person will now look at you as you say, I love you. She will remember Jim. Jim said it and it wasn't so and before you realize they are transmitting the judgments against Jim one to you who have come as an A1 or you don't understand what I'm saying so, you'll be reaping something you have in sold. Transference of judgment. Not transference of spirits, transference of judgment. So, he said, Don't take a woman who is tainted and affected by religion. Even somebody who has watched a lot of films. This, Kukumbaja, and what have you this type of films is that what they call it yeah <laughs> kum Baja and other films that have come what life took from me is it a series what life took from me and you're going to marry someone who has soaked in what life took from me and has met you who is bringing her everything she has ever imagined and beyond you didn't even know that all these things exist you are bringing it and the person has soaked in kum baja. storm over paradise <laughs> storm over paradise because people watch films and it's as though they live in that house they swallow why do you think they are having talk shows in tree after the kumkum baja is finished they sit down and discuss it in tree and analyze it as though they are pastors Cuckoo Maja is in tree, yes. An Indian speaking tree. I mean, have you have you imagined something like this before? An Indian speaking tree. You should see if you haven't seen it. It's fantastic. Then Number, the third type of woman is profane, loose, a loose and a holy woman. Profane is the opposite of holy. A girl who doesn't enjoy coming to church. She's not comfortable in. She wants to leave early. She wants to finish with God and move away. Watch out. For such profane. Profane is unholy, not used to God's presence you have gone for a sister who is more into her psychology lectures. She's more into her lectures, her career, her her family, other things, other than God's house. How can the dove, when the dove flutters through the window and sees this secular woman you've brought, she's profane profane this is not i'm not talking about sex i'm talking about she's not a spiritual and a holy god church person you know some of the people who work for me you will never know where they worked before in the world if you see their former workplace you'll be surprised that they are because you see them now they look like church properties they have worked in the church for so long they, they look like they are owned by the church but they were some of them were high flyers in secular things gave it all up came to work in the ministry that's what i mean by a person who is used to the church that's the type of person that you need somebody who's not going to be asking so how much is the salary so when are the reviews of the salary structure and what are the hr implications of uh, my, my resignation from my current place of employment what are the contracts I didn't ask for any contract when I was coming. I didn't ask when my salary would be reviewed when I was coming to full-time ministry. You need to get a church girl. I just received a text from a. I I just received a text from a sister and I didn't know her. But I think she was recommended to one of our missionaries. You know, as she's even going to the mission field, she's so happy. She's going to a poor country. In a town, in a poor, a poor town in a poor country. Not the capital, another town. I'm not happy as I'm going to the mission field. And to be with my husband and to serve the Lord over there. And she sent me the text. And I, I was thinking that, you know, thank God for the brother who recommended a good church girl. Thank God for your nice career. But we are talking about the anointing. Flattering, I rarely find somebody doing well whose wife is not a church girl. And the last one is she should not be a harlot. Now, sex. You know, one time a prostitute was being interviewed you know, in a film, not a real interview. And she was saying that, oh, when you finish doing what I do, I just wash you with hot water and it cools. Now, Listen, this hot water that you are going to use to wash yourself, all right, may wash away certain things, but cannot wash away the spirits that are entering you. Yes. She said, I just washed with hot water and it's gone. She said, it never killed anybody. I just washed with hot water. She told the guy who was about, the man was about to rape her and he told her, No problem, you can rape me. You can even call your friends outside to rape me. When I finish, I'll wash with hot water. I'll never die from this. Yes, she was experienced. You cannot marry someone who sleeps with everybody. You may not think it affects you, but it can affect you. If you like, go and find uh, somebody who has had a series of Boyfriends. I'm talking about wives marrying. Go and find somebody who's had a series of boyfriends. Interview them. You'll find out from a particular guy onwards they changed. Not necessarily the first person. There is a person who transmits. It's not just something entering you, but the spirits are entering you. You don't like my message? (laughs) Good policy. Find somebody who has had, let's say, 12 boyfriends and ask them to tell you. Number one, number two, number... It's one person who starts and then from there, they change. Yes? Not necessarily the first. Many will tell you, like I was telling you this morning, I was raped as a child. (laughs) They call the first encounter rape, usually. So the dove, when he sees the woman you are going to bring, he starts to fly back. That's why you should ask for advice. And proper advice, not that you come with your already taken decision and say, Uh, Bishop, I wanted to introduce to you the sister that I've uh, seen in my life. Now, quickly. Speak to Aaron, verse 17. Whosoever he be of thy seed in their generations, let him not approach with any blemish all blemishes of our lives affect the landing of the dove. All blemishes, sins and mistakes and things that are not correct. Amen. Then, verse 18. Whatsoever man he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. A blind man Anointing. He said, if he's blind, no, no, no. Lame, no. Or he that has a flat nose, no. Or anything superfluous, no. Now, we can stay on verse 18 for one week. But. Just, whatever is a blemish, a blot, you know, in your life, find something to scrape it out of your life. Yes. Because it can. You know, I've realized that if you are very determined to walk with God, there are things that can go away from your life. A blemish blemish. So whatever is not, not the best, it's not right. A blemish. You see the blemish is a big word because it's like it's giving a big broad definition to everything that is not correct. And it's not giving an example what type of blemish. But it's a blemish is like something faulty. Something that is the thing that makes you not perfect. Do you believe it can go? Why should it go? So that the death can rest on your life. The death can rest on your life. And I see him resting on you. Now, a blind man. A man without a vision. Today, during my intimate counseling, I met a young man. Different people say different... Some say, I have a vision. I want to be in the ministry. Some say, I don't know what to do with my life. When you have a vision, a good vision, it brings the ability of the dove to rest. Because the dove is coming to empower the vision. If my eyes are just seeing cars and houses, why do I need the Holy Spirit in my case? Because that is not my work. My work is not to acquire... Money, so if, my, if I'm seeing cars and houses and money, this is all that I'm seeing. Why should a certain kind of power come on me? So, God sends His great power when He sees what you are seeing, what you are looking towards. Then He can say, Let me let, me let my death rest on this one. So, Jesus said, The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Therefore, the dove had now a right to land on one with a vision, one who could see. Not a blind person who said, I, don't, I can't even see the sins in the world. I can't even see. That's why I am more empowered even to receive wealth and riches than people who say they are doing business. More! Because God sends more strength towards me. To do his work. More! More! (laughs) Yeah. When you have no vision to do his work and to do his will, why should the Holy Spirit come on you? You are blind. He says, a blind man. No! No vision for God, none of his vision. No, not here. Don't land. I don't want to talk about that. He that has a flat nose. When you have a flat nose, it means your nose is not working well. Instead of sensing God and being sensitive to the wonderful Holy Spirit, you are not sensitive at all. You must be sensitive. I don't have to explain to you that there is an anointing on my life. The more I explain that to you, it shows you are not sensitive. That's why I'm saying it. That's why I'm saying it. That's the reason I'm saying it. Because you are not sensitive to the spirit. Others elsewhere can smell it and sense it. But you can't sense it and you can't receive it. Flat nose. When every when everybody's wide eyed ready to receive you
1: are
3: true. Be sensitive to the spirit. That's why I know that the anointing. For wealth and prosperity. It's also an anointing that I'm enjoying. And I'm seeing it practically. Yes. In the church. I'm seeing it. In my life. I'm seeing it. You will see it too. But you must have a sensitive something. Yes. Why do you think when I heard that Bishop Oyedepo, somebody I don't know I've never had any dealings with him. But I'm sensitive to know that it's not an ordinary person. I'm sensitive to know that there is a big anointing. And I saw a banner near my office and I saw that he's coming. I said, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be in the stands. I'll sit there. I'll be there. Hardly did I find any certain types of pastors there. People are not sensitive. Somebody who has 400,000 people in one service, I mean one Sunday morning, by 1230 they finish with 400,000 people. I mean, and you still need some, you still need to let him tell you that he's anointed. He still has to be explaining to you who he is. It's a flat nose. You can't smell far, at all. You can't see things at all. Yesterday, somebody made a comment at the consecration. He said, young bishops, men who are being raised up, who are bishops, young men who are being raised up. It's, it's amazing. It's a wonder to him. But as we're sitting there, we don't even notice any such thing. He like, said, oh, yeah, 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 Charlie, we are blessed by... Or anything superfluous. Okay? Anything that is excessive in your life. It must go. Otherwise, the anointing cannot stay on you. Now, verse 19. Broken-footed. And broken-handed. These are two things that cannot go with the anointing. When the anointing is coming, you see that your foot is broken. Which means you can't move. And broken-handed, you can't work. So, lift up, oh, lift up the tiles. Lift up the speakers. Let's put this... Oh, my hand is broken. So, when everybody's up and about, my hand is broken. You don't work. All oh, people who don't work hard cannot have the anointing. I'm telling you. If, you. if you come close to me... You know, the other day, I was interviewing some of the people that I work with. And I said, what do you notice most about me? They worked with me directly, very close with me all the time. I said... One of them said, hard work, hard, very hard work. (laughs) That is all I see. Yeah, if you come close, you will wonder whether I'm even anointed. You will wonder whether I'm anointed because you will not know whether it's a hard work I'm doing that is working or it's anointing. You won't even know. You will not even be able to determine. Broken-handed. You can't lift anything. Broken-footed. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Go here, come here. We're going for a campaign. We are doing this. We are going here. We are coming up. You are not interested in movements. You are not interested in hard work. How can you ever carry this type of dove, This type of anointing? And God said, if your man's hand is broken, forget it. If his hand, no, what are you to heal us? If it's broken, don't anoint. That's all. I don't want my anointing on broken, on broken hands. People who can't roll up their sleeves and work. Even look at the case in the nation the lack of development. You see, people don't want to roll up their sleep. Let's, let's build a road from here to Kumasi. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. We can do it. From here to... Ta- go to Cape Coast. I was at UCC Crusade. I tell you, the traffic starts from the barrier. One line. They drive at five kilometers or standing still from Accra to Cape Coast. Standing. They are just standing. There's not anybody who was at nine o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you are at the barrier or you are at, uh, what is the place before the barrier? Buduburam or those, you will get to Cape Coast in the night. Standing there, just, and I was, as we were coming, I was saying, no, these people don't know what is before them. Almost continuously up to Cape Coast. We, Build anything for ourselves. And the road is full. People are coming into the road. Those selling those selling Atomo, those selling um what is it? The the, the one they sell at Apam. Abdo, every day all coming, they are filling the roads. Nobody wants to work hard, only want to get a loan from China, a loan from Dubai. Broken-footed. Can't move. Can't get up. Can't walk. Can't go. Can't go for the crusade. Can't move around. Can't go to rooms. Can't do follow-up. Can't move. Can't wake up. Can't sweep. Can't help. Can't witness. Can't go. Can't do anything. (laughs) You think you'll be anointed. You don't know anointing. You don't know what is the dove is declared clearly broken foot and broken hand. I don't want them. I don't want them. That's all. I don't want them. I don't want lazy. Not even lazy. You you say your hand is broken, so you can't work. That's all. And your leg is... You can't move. You can't travel. You can't fly. You can't walk. You can't run. You can't do anything. It's such a struggle to get you... If your hand is broken and you are lifting the basket, uh, 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 everything you are doing, small work you are doing, it's as if they are killing you softly. How will you be anointed? A dove will fly away as soon as he sees your broken foot. Like this. ah, Away from this one. The dove found no rest for the sole of her foot. The sensitivities of the spirit. Doesn't work with lazy, not even, I don't want to say lazy, just let's say that the foot is broken cannot work. Broken foot and broken hand. There's nothing you can do. So for some of us, when we come here, it's work we see you. I've sent lazy men to the mission field. Lazy. Who won't lift their, who won't lift their hands? Lift their broken foot. Broken hands. Can you achieve something on the mission field with a broken foot? Sometimes I have to send crusade directors. Crusade directors to go to fields, mission fields, and do the work while there are pastors in those places. Because my crusade directors are hard guys and hard workers to go and build walls, buy lands and possess land for churches while there are pastors there. That's where they live. They wouldn't lift their hands. That's why I I consecrated some of my crusade directors as bishops. They are more qualified than even some of the existing bishops to be bishops. More. More qualified. More. I trust them more. I work with them more. Their hands are not broken and their feet are not broken. For sure. For sure, I'm sure of that. You can't be sent anywhere. I'm going in for a bishop's meeting. We'll see who who can be sent and who can not be sent. I'm just about to enter a meeting. We'll see whose foot is broken. Whether the dove should rest on you when you say your foot is broken. Why should the dove rest on you when you say your foot is broken? You can't go here. You can't go here. We can't send you here. We can't send you there. You are are tagged down. You can't move. Then you don't understand. You don't understand the Holy Spirit. Yes. Broken foot. Verse twenty. A crook bat. Crook bat. Or a dwarf. Crook-backed. Hunchback. Every boy and girl must learn how to sit straight. The more you lean like this, the more you develop a hunchback. It comes from resting when you shouldn't rest. I want to sit like this. And gradually you develop a hump. Crook-backed. Sleeping always, resting always, and the whole back changes. Instead of growing taller, you are growing this way. You are going this way. Instead of growing. You see, crook back and dwarf are two types who failed to grow. They failed to grow. You cannot fail to grow after today. You have to continue growing. You have to continue growing. That's why I tell my bishops that being consecrated as a bishop is the beginning of a school. Many of us were consecrated so that you could come to the school. Otherwise, I always have to exclude you from the school and the meetings. You may not know. I always have to exclude you. But now that you are consecrated, you can come to the school. You are a dwarf. When you should have been my height, you are at my waist. When you should have been taller and grown bigger in the anointing and in the ministry, look at your size. When you should have been growing up nice and straight, look at you've, you've grown into finances or you've grown into loans. Or you've grown into other things that are not necessary. Or, he that had blemish in his eye cannot see. Again, you see, the seeing is very important. Now, the next one. I'm surprised that they have this one in the Bible at that time. 6,000 years ago. skevy. Symptoms of scurvy. Feeling tired all the time. Somebody who is always feeling tired cannot be anointed. These are the symptoms of scurvy. Feeling tired. Every church thing makes you tired. We are tired. We can't come. Tired and weak. Number two, feeling out of sorts, such as feeling irritable and miserable all the time. Irritated and miserable. These are the symptoms of scurvy. And he says, if you have scurvy, you cannot always feeling tired, always feeling weak. You can the anointing cannot be on you. You must be ready to work, ready to fight. When I finish ministering, sometimes that's the time to pray. Jesus prayed after ministering, go to the mountain at night to pray. Sometimes after ministering, that's the time to do certain other important works. You can't be feeling tired always if you want the anointing. I feel tired. Lazy bones cannot receive the anointing. I didn't write the Bible, by the way. Scavy, I'm telling you the symptoms. Don't bring that, please. I don't need that. The, scurvy, the symptoms of scurvy. Feeling tired and always. Hey, this man, he can preach. oh, Hey, he will not let us go now. We will, this is why you can't be anointed. Are you there? It's beautiful. Symptoms of scurvy, pain in your legs. Your legs are paining you to move from your hall to come to the outreach. The next symptom, swollen gums, tired of talking. That's why I'm not tired of talking, 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 talking. Because when your gums are swollen, you say, "Mm I don't want to talk anymore. Oh, no 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 no. Yeah. I, I went with some people for lunch this afternoon. Some of the bishops. As soon as I arrived here, my the, the list of people was sitting here waiting. As soon as I arrived, I sat in my chair, I started my counseling. One, two, three, going through all of them. Taking pictures, laying hands on them, praying for them. Then get ready and come here. You can't have the anointing if you are always feeling tired. Pains in your legs, you can't. Scabby, swollen gums. You are tired of talking. After this, and more talking is coming. More. <laughs> swollen gums. Hmm. Easily bruised skin. Easily hurt. Hey. When you are easily hurt, you can't have a certain anointing. You are easily hurt. Don't be easily hurt. You are NDC and I say something good for NPP. You are NPP. I say something good for NDC. You are a fool. By the way, I didn't mention your name. You know yourself. You are a fool. So, be there. You are an Awe and I say something about Awe's and you are annoyed. Your mouth. Then when I say something about guns, you don't you are not annoyed about that one. You'll be laughing. You'll be laughing at the guns. When I say the guns, they do like quarreling. Then you will be laughing. Then when I say something about a then you say, Ah, you this man, you oh, whatever. Stupid. Easily bruised skin. Small, no, that you are cut. Yeah, that's why that's why when somebody does surgery, sometimes we give vitamin C for wound healing. The treatment for scurvy is vitamin C. The treatment for scurvy is vitamin C. When you give vitamin C, all these symptoms go away. So sometimes you're feeling tired all the time, you are feeling weak, you don't have vitamin C. This is one of your problems. Maybe you are de- developing scurvy. I mean physical scurvy. This is spiritual scurvy. And you need spiritual vitamin C Easily hurt A small touch You are bleeding He didn't say hello to me You are hurt I prepared to sing And I wasn't called to sing He didn't respond to my message He sent me a message I didn't, He didn't say okay Or wow Or he only said wow Amazing, isn't it? There are some people who are easily hurt about anything. You can't be easily hurt. Easily cut. Small thing will cut you. I remember one brother. I realized later he was so sensitive. You don't have to say anything when he's at a meeting. He doesn't like that at all. Like when we have a meeting, then you start questioning him. And like things are coming up. He doesn't want that at all. It's like he feels he has been disgraced. He feels that he has been, he has been, he has been, I mean, he has been reduced to the lowest. He feels that he has, he has gone below a human being should go. Yes, I realize it. And I realize that it was a serious defect that he had. Serious. When we have shuffling conference, there are some people, they don't want it at all. That red chair, you sit on the chair, they will be asking you questions. We've had a number of pastors who've resigned from the church because of shuffling conference. They don't want it at the full. You are embarrassing. They don't want you to be mentioned. Nothing to for a meeting. Something comes up about you. They don't like such things. They feel it's this. You have gone too low. You, you think of our government, past and present, all the past ones up to now. Don't you think they should have had some people to point out these guinea fowls that have disappeared? You cannot just. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It would have been good. Maybe they would have won the election if they have found the guinea fowls or even spoken about them. Yes. But there's nobody to talk about anything and nobody wants, everybody wants just praises. Because, oh, we are here to congratulate you on your appointment. Uh, oh, we thank God for you. whatever. We are here to pray. All oh, pastors, the same thing, praising people and praying for people, anointing people, that's all. Nobody wants to say anything because they will be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Is it not amazing? Yeah. So you have to check yourself, eh? Those of you who are easily hurt. You can't work for God if you are easily. I would have resigned from Lighthouse long ago if it was heads that I'm following now. All through the years, no, no, even if we talk about appreciating me or honoring me. Last year, I, inst- I instituted, not that my bishops or my pastors said that, I said that Galatians 6 6 and I, it was something that was being done to honor me as the shepherd. And one day I said, oh, the pastor should do it. Nobody said, then as I said, you, you, God has shown me that it should be done to me, for me, not for, for the pastors. I'm the real shepherd of the church. But no, 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 I'm, excuse me, no, listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's not about, you You can see people who don't honor you. They, they even honor others. They honor others. Yes. It's not about being hurt. It's about being practical and knowing that I can't just live my life, get every few things, there's a big cut on my my soul. Now you have to have a thick skin if you are going to be in the ministry, and you are going to serve God. You talk about honor and respect. I've lived my life experiencing little honor from many quarters. Most of the time, people mocking you, laughing at you, make fun of you. be hurt by nothing you have no future in this place i tell you if you are just hurt by you have no future there is no future for you i tell you you are finished you are doomed it's just it's like marriage if you are easily hurt you are doomed there's no future for you in that institution you are doomed that's how it is if you don't know grow up grow up quickly your church doesn't honor you and you are sad I mean, you better grow up. Instead of just sit down and teach them the way I'm teaching. You say Galatians 6 says, communicate to him that teaches in all good things. I am the Galatians That's all. And I'm watching the pastors. You don't do it, and you don't practice it, and it doesn't come from your heart. I will detect it, and I will act accordingly. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I'll point this out. My, stung, my gums are not swollen that I can't speak. When, I, when my gums are means I'm suffering from spiritual scurvy where I don't talk about issues anymore. You want to be the Mr. Goodman who never offends anybody. That's why look, at, look outside. It's as if we are in Islam. Most of our cries like Islam. We have mayors who go for awards. They're going for awards. The mayor of Africa and so on. We are in Islam. The whole city is Islam and we are being given awards for such things. And everybody just praises you, praise the people. This is all that we we want in Ghana. Nice talking. You know, one day I went to Asia. Somebody told me, said, Asians don't like, they they are very face-saving. They don't want to be embarrassed. So you have to be careful when you are relating. And I I was saying to myself, that's how Ghanaians too are. We like face-saving. Face-saving, nice talking. I went somewhere, some pastors were laughing. Say, hey, we saw that you were asked to pray for the nation. Then they started mocking and laughing. Sir, ah, we were praying that you will not pray that those prayers When you prayed that one time. I was asked to pray for the nation. I said, Lord, deliver the nation from vampires who are drinking the blood of the nation. And it is my prayer. It was anointed by the Holy Spirit. I had if I had thought of it, I would never even pray that prayer. I'm praying that president sitting there. i so pray deliver us from vamp. It just came out of my mouth because vampires are drinking the yeah. blood of the nation, and we only want praises and nice, sweet talking to people. Look, when you come to the church, if we want the church to decay and this whole church to be empty, there will be nobody here, nobody in all the churches. Then we have to. We can start swelling gowns. I don't talk about things. I don't easily hurt people. I always drive the easily hurt people out of the meetings. They should not be part of the meeting when they are easily hurt. They should go away. We are better off without you. Scurvy. Or scabbed. Scab is hurt. Really hurt. Watch out for people that are hurt. One day, we were somewhere in a certain country whose name begins with an S. And there was a man. Hey, the way he was talking. I called my secretary. I said, you know something? I've never seen somebody who speaks like this. Whatever money the man says, no matter what he has done or he hasn't done, give him whatever he says. Be careful of people that are hurt, whether they are hurt over nothing or not. You have people who sit in the church, you are hurt, 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 always hurt. Sit down quietly, hurt, they're not talking. Look, schizophrenia, when you are suffering from madness, you see, they, they sit down quietly. It's called uh, etonia. They don't move. Ephesia, they don't speak. And then they have motions where they can stand in an odd position. I wish Dr. Go was here. He would have given me the name of that. Uh, what do you call it? Ah, he's here. Oh, come, come and tell us. Uh. <laughs> Good policy. What? What is the name of the when they don't move around? It's called catatonia. <laughs> catatonia. <laughs> catatonia. because you are hurt (laughs) the next one is uh, having his stones broken that is his testicles are broken Your testicles speak of your outreach. Your outreach. The testicles is the fruit producing part of you reaching out. A person who is not going to reach out to the world because his stones are broken. Because if you have your stones are broken or they are removed, you have no desire To reach out. That's why eunuchs were used to bath queens. You see the queen bathing. One eunuch behind. One eunuch in front. All the eunuchs bathing her. They have no feelings. Yes. The stones are broken. (laughs) Wow. Are your stones broken? Then why don't you come for the campaign on Saturday? I say, are your stones broken? Then why don't you come for the campaign? You didn't know. You know. Are your stones broken? Anoint the spirit like a dove will not rest on those whose stones are broken. If your stones are broken, sorry. My stones are not broken. That's why I was just recently in Zimbabwe having crusades all over the city. And I was just in Cape Coast, yes. I forgot even. The last night we had 18,000 people. I think the whole school was there. The whole school was there. Yes. And I preached about sheep and goats. I preached about sheep and goats. Yes. And the first night I preached about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. My stones are not broken in that regard. So so the dove would like to rest on me to anoint me because the outreach is in me is still working and your stones may not be broken but they are withered, it shrunken depleted atrophied Atrophied um, stones doesn't produce the desire and the zeal to outreach to a woman. To the field from where you will bear fruit. There's no desire for the field. When, I, when I'm doing crusade, I look over, cello, so Bishop is doing something. It is his thing that he's doing. Evangelism and whatever it is, he's, he, that he likes evangelism. He, he, li- he likes evangelism. Like he's the evangelistic type. He's the soul type. How can they anoint it? And even businessmen, if your stones are not broken, you, you, when you ask, what is your money for? What is your money for? It's for God's work. Otherwise, there's no point in all the things you are doing. What is money for? So, bre- friends and brethren, Let the Holy Spirit, like a dove, come and rest on you from today. What are the things that the dove doesn't like? Number one is what? Uncovered heads. Number two. The dead. What is the dead? Unsaved unbelievers in your life. Cannot be your role models. Cannot be your prototypes. Cannot be what you are following and what you are learning all your things from. I, a man of God, a pastor, I would, I would suggest to you play golf. But until Lee Kuan Yu or Attila the Hand says you should play golf, it doesn't occur okay to you that it's a good thing. Steve Jobs. Has to tell you what is right. Before you believe it's right. Number four. Women not to marry. What's the first type of woman not to marry? Death plastered all over her and saved woman. Number two. Divorce. Affected by past relationships. Look carefully into the eyes of the girl you love. Some of them, they are affected by their mother and father's relationship. They are coming to manifest, to fight you for their mother. Like the fight their mother couldn't give against her, your father. They are bringing it for you. And the next one is what? Profane. A what? A non-church girl. Unholy church girl. Yes. And the next one. A lot, which are what sex so much sex. Somebody said, When you are, when I've had one relationship, one or two relationships, the relationships you have had are important, it's part of your medical history or spiritual history. That's very important, it's not personal, it's not private. Yes, even in medicine, we take it up. You can't have one or two hundred relationships, you can easily have. I mean, it's too many other issues. What is the next one? Blemish. The next one. Blind man must have a vision to be anointed. The next one is what? Flat nose. How many of your noses are sensing the presence of God? The next one. Broken foot. Broken foot and broken hand can't work, can't move at your age. I said, at your age, you can't move, you can't work. That's why I take the students on on, on campus to work physically. Your attitude towards the work reveals your broken foot or your broken hand. And such people, they don't do well in the ministry. The next one, crook backed and dwarfs. Instead of growing, growing, you fail to grow. The anointing, the dove finds no rest for the sole of her foot. And the next one, scurvy. What are the symptoms of scurvy? Feeling tired all the time. Feeling irritable, Feeling irritable all the time miserable. Pain in the legs. You can't move. Pain in the legs. What else? Swollen gums. Tired of talking. Tired of preaching. I'm not tired of preaching. I'm preaching every day. I'm preaching all the time. Or you've not noticed it. Yes. I, I cannot be tired. Yes. I cannot allow my legs to be paining me. One day I went to the doctor. I said, Give me an injection. My foot is paining. I can't have a painful foot at my age and at the work I'm doing. My foot cannot pain me. I need to move. I need to move. And the next one easily bruised skin. And the next one, scalp, hurt. Yes. Once you are hurt, you can't do well. That's why I'm always encouraging you, don't enter a relationship that will hurt you. When you are hurt, it affects you. You see that when we even love you, you don't receive it well. Yeah, you don't receive it well. And what's the next one? That's the last one. Broken stones. Stones. Testicles. Which are representing what? Outreach. The sport. Pray always that Healing Jesus campaign will be going on always. Yes. Pray. It's a blessing. Stand to your feet. All right. Lift your hands to the Lord and thank him that the dove, holy dove is going to come on your life. The Holy Dove is going to come on your life. The Holy Dove is going to come on your life. Holy Dove is going to come on your life. Holy Dove is going to come on your life. Jesus thanks. Jesus thanks. Jesus thanks. Jesus thanks. Jesus thanks. Father, we give you praise. Everybody just pray. Pray. Pray for a moment. Pray for a moment. Pray for a moment. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for his power. We are grateful for your blessing tonight. Put your hands on your head. Father, may the dove rest on every arm head here. Somebody here easily hurt. The Holy Spirit is saying to you, it's time to come out of that. You can't be hurt. You can't be hurt. There's too much power hovering over your head. And waiting for you to come out of your head. Be healed of it right now. Be healed of it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now lift your hands and thank him. For his blessing. his presence. Oh yes. Broken feet. Are taken away. Broken feet. Are taken away. Broken hands. No more thanks. Hallelujah. The sensitivities of the dove. He's sensitive to all these things. May they never be found in you after today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here tonight, you are not born again as a Christian. You want to give your life to Jesus. Raise your hand quickly. I'm going to pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you, but you are not like. You don't know if you go to heaven or hell, if you die today or tomorrow. And you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless 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 you. Now, if you've lifted your hand, come, come here. Come to the front. I want to pray with you just here in front. Come on to
2: Jesus Jesus Come, come, come.
3: Come, let me pray with you. God bless you. Come on. Come on. you. You lifted your hand. You You Come on. here now. Come yeah. on. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your hand. Everyone join in the prayer. Say after me, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, as my Master, and as my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life from tonight. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus. I will follow Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Satan, in Jesus' name, I will not serve you again. I will not follow you again. I belong to God. Lift your hands like this. Say thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you, Jesus, and I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills Please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org God richly bless you